Welcome to the Serie A Show. All right, we are back, everybody. Welcome to this preview edition of the City A Show. I am joined just by Chloe today. Chloe, how are you doing? Yeah, great, thank you. Good. So we'll be previewing just a few matches that are upcoming this weekend, and these predictions are sponsored by our newest betting partner, Match Edge. You can go to thecityashow.com to learn more about them. Uh, for 850 pounds per month, you get access to all of the big leagues in Europe and their betting predictions, and they have over 90% accuracy across all of these leagues. So if you'd like to bet on football, if you want to start winning more bets, just go to thecityashow.com and get signed up today for less than a price of a coffee per week. So you'll win more money, you'll win more bets with Match Edge. And again, you can go to thecityashow.com to get signed up today. So Chloe, we're, we're going to be doing just a few of them, as I said. So we'll be previewing Fiorentina Juve, Napoli, Sampdoria, Roma Sassuolo, and then Inter Udinese. So let's start with your side, Fiorentina Juve. And the information we'll be giving is just a bit of a preview of what you can get from Match Edge. So, uh, Chloe, I know you won't be happy with what they have to say about this one, yeah? <laughs> well, yeah. Um, but I guess, reluctantly, I have to agree um, that they are saying to back an away win with this one uh, at 1.7 and over. Now, um, obviously, I want Fiorentina to win, but Juve, um, you know, we know how strong they are. And Fiorentina, this, it couldn't have come at a worse time um, for the Viola, really, because they're getting used to a new ownership uh, and a lot of new players and it's all just trying to get them to gel. They haven't got a win yet um, under Montella, and then they have to face Juve. So as good as they were against Napoli, um, they they weren't good against Genoa. And you know, I think I think I think they'll put in a good performance. I think that Ribery is going to start, but I I do think that Juve might well be too strong at this point for them. Yeah, and it'll be a Juve that finally has uh, Maurizio Sarri sitting on the bench, his first appearance, uh, because he's been unfortunately battling uh, pneumonia uh, these first two match days. So you just mentioned Montella really, really, really struggled since he's come back to the club. Now, they've had a very difficult beginning. Obviously, playing Juve Napoli isn't ideal when, when you have a new manager and a completely transformed team, completely transformed ownership. Are you worried if they lose this one? Now, listen, I, do I think that a result or a match against Juve should be a defining factor? No. But are you afraid this may have some sort of, uh, I guess, downhill effect where you lose against Napoli, you lose against Genoa, you lose against Juve? Are you afraid that this could sort of get out of control very quickly? Absolutely. I think, you know, um, it, it quite often happens in football where it's like a bit of a snowball effect when it's, yeah. it's gathering momentum. And it's once you get on that losing one, it's really, really hard to pull out of it. And although they are two hard games and if they were elsewhere in the season, nobody would blink about losing to both Juve and Napoli. I think that, 
um, you know, Montella has to turn, be able to turn things around really, really quickly um, in order to be able to, to keep his job. Because, you know, if you look at it just on his record, he's not won a game yet. And, and that's, that's pretty dreadful. I mean, there are obviously extenuating circumstances, but football is a results-based business and, and he's got to be worried about his, his job ultimately. I completely agree. Now, do you fear this could be sort of a bloodbath or do you think Fiorentina, you just said they'll put in a good performance. I actually agree with that. And listen, you always seem to struggle, always seem to struggle when they're playing Fiorentina away from home, no? Yeah, and I think, you know, um, the atmosphere does is a big factor. Um, I mean, the, they'll put on a, a choreography display and at, at the moment, all the ultras and everybody at Fiorentina is behind this new ownership. And when when everybody is all pulling the same way at Fiorentina, it's, it's a scary prospect because um, the power of everybody pulling in the same direction rather than when there was uh, discontent about the ownership is... You know, it, it's it's a big deal. So, um, yeah, I think uh, Match Edge have over one point five goals, and I think that is a really really sure bet because whatever happens, I think we will see goals in this match because both of the sides have proven uh, right from the start that they they like to attack. So, yeah, I mean, I'm hoping it's it's not going to be a three or four nil win for Juve. I hope it's closer than that, but I, I definitely think we'll see goals. Yeah, I agree. And moving to the next match, uh, that match match edge um, predicted for this week, Napoli Sampdoria. You want to talk about goals? They have over one point five at uh, one point four, and then they also say to take the over two and a half goals at one point four six. And obviously, they're saying that Napoli are going to beat Samp and. This is another one where you have a manager in an extremely difficult position. Given the circumstances, you generally wouldn't blink if you were to lose to Napoli. But this is another instance, Chloe, where I think if Sampdoria get blown out again, as they have early in the season, like they did against Sassuolo, I fear now in our preview podcast, Nima joked that he may not make it very, very long. I mean, this could be over within the next two weeks for him. They can't afford this. Yeah. I mean, I, I noticed that um, Sampdoria tweeted that he wasn't going to do a pre-match yes. press conference. And I thought, oh, <laughs> because that that to me spells that, you know, that he's under pressure and he's in trouble and they, they've only played two games. I mean, they've conceded seven goals and scored only one goal in their first two games. And, it, it, you know, he's looking like already like the stressed out clueless guy that that was at Roma rather than the sort of um he was you know everybody's sort of favorite second manager when he was at Sassuolo because everybody everybody liked the success that he had in the football that he played but you know it now he just he just looks out of his depth and and you know I really fear that this could be a, a big score with the way that Napoli have been attacking um yeah, he could be in massive trouble. Yeah, I think he is in huge, huge trouble. And the thing for me, again, Eusebio uh, Di Francesco, he, he's an easy guy to pick on. He's an easy guy to to find fault with. And listen, it's not even necessarily the tactics with him that just puzzle me. I mean, he had Gabbiadini on the bench, and he's playing Gaston uh, Ramirez on the wing. That midfield looks absolutely torn to shreds. They have Ekdal still. Janko is still there from Udinese moved to Samp last summer. Um, 
just such a gulf in quality. They did not reinforce well. But, Chloe, they're also dealing with a new or, or a change in ownership. So do you think that might have something to do with it? Or do you think this is just a bad team with a bad manager? I, I think it's a bit of both. I think the you know, Fiorentina showed last year when they, they nearly got relegated at the end of the season that a potential change in ownership has a, a massive effect on everybody at the club. But everything is uncertain and, and nobody knows what's happening. And I, I think that's certainly the case at Samp at the moment because, you know, there, there are uh, quite strong uh, suggestions that uh, Gianluca Viali and his consortium are about to come in. So, you know, that it's a very difficult time for Sampdoria. Um, but I do think, you know, with the with the um with the points that you made about Di Francesco that he he is he is struggling and, and, and that is a cause of the chaos as well, um, as the potential ownership situation. Completely agree. Again, Match Edge says to go with Napoli winning, go over one and a half goals, and then as well as go over the two and a half goals. So they expect a lot of goals to be scored in that one. Um, the next one we will also be discussing is Roma at home against Sassuolo. Sassuolo, as we mentioned, coming off that hammering of Sampdoria, 4-1 to one with the hat trick. Uh, compliments of Domenico Berardi, who tends to uh, really scalp Roma at times, whereas Roma are coming off two back-to-back draws, uh, conceding four in those. Um, Match Edge says to take a Roma win at 1.72, take the over one and a half goals at 1.16, and then take the over two and a half goals at 1.53. So this is another one. They expect goals, but they also expect Roma to win. As we've been, this is sort of a theme. We have managers under fire, and I'm not going to say Paolo Fonseca is under fire, but given that the pressure we all know exists at Roma, in the club, in the city, with the fan base, not getting a win in your third match against a, let's be honest, an inferior side would cause big trouble for him. And this is a part of their calendar where it gets very very packed very busy they have the Europa League starting we've been hearing all summer that they want to get back into the Champions League so certainly Chloe you would expect them to win this one right yeah I, th- I think so I, I think um, it's it's a bit like the Montella situation with Fonseca I think you know it was unfortunate for him to have to play the Rome Derby in week two um, and you know I I think that this is the week where he can uh, show what he can do because we've had the international break. He's had a little bit more time to work with the players. Um, And, you know, Roma are generally pretty strong at home. And I think they will eventually be too much for Sassuolo. But (laughs) I'm sure we all agree, John, that it's never really always straightforward with Roma. So we we might have a few bumps along the way, but... Uh, yes, I agree. Yeah, but a home win, I think. I think we can, we can say um, with some degree of certainty that they 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 will be too much for Sassuolo. Yeah, I agree. Sassuolo have not beaten Roma, I believe, since they've come up since the Serie B a few seasons ago. Berardi, though, they he he always does well against Roma, um, and then you also, as we call it, the Perguino. Um, with Gregoire de Frel having returned, you would expect him to start. So uh, the goal of the X is always on the table, and Roma, they always seem to draw 
former players scoring against them. So that is certainly on the table. But I, I do expect Roma to win this without any issue. And the final one that we will be discussing, Inter Udinese, Inter at home. So match edge for this one. They said to go with a victory for the Nerazzurri at 1.36 and also take the over one and a half goals to be scored at 1.22. Chloe, I'm very worried for Udinese because they are another one. While they did beat Milan, it wasn't in the most aesthetically pleasing fashion, we could say. I just don't know where they're going to get their goals from because I have a very hard time believing that Kevin Lasagna can lead any line in the Serie A. No, I think, I mean, that that game with Milan was a very, very weird game. I mean, Milan were not, they just weren't in it. I don't think they even had a shot on target. And um, I think that was one where you win uh, as a result of your opponent being so dreadful rather than that you were any good. So um, Udinese, I don't think, um, I think they're going to struggle. Um, I think, you know, they might even be battling against relegation. Um, and Inter, you know, a lot of teams in Serie A are still finding their feet, but Inter have just started with a bang, you know, typical Antonio Conte. Um, let's sort of show them what we're made of right from the start. This just takes no prisoners. Um, and yeah, I, I, I agree that, that I fear for Udinese because the way that Inter are at the moment, you, you just think they, they're going to get really annihilated. We expect, at least at some point, I think, to see Alexis Sanchez. However, Lautaro Martinez has looked very good. He scored against Cagliari. How do you think they best get on, particularly in attack? Because I I don't think there's any doubting their quality at the back. Sensi has shown he can really... And then when you couple him with uh, Brozovic, they're very strong in the midfield. Do you think that most of their question marks this season will lie in that attack? I think so, but I think... Uh, Conte has got very clear ideas about how he wants his attack to work. I mean, he, you know, he he very rarely deviates from his formation, and um, he also doesn't necessarily go with. He doesn't pick a fantasy football team, shall I say? He doesn't pick the the very best players in each position. He picks the players that he thinks will work best as a unit, and. You know, for that reason, um, I have confidence that he'll be able to get that balance. Um, and it might not necessarily be always the all-star lineup of Sanchez and Lukaku. Um, maybe we see Sanchez coming off the bench. Um, I think I think he's the man to get the balance right, um, and and he can also manage. I'm sure. I'm sure he'll fall out with somebody, but I'm sure he can manage the egos at the same time so yeah um I, I don't see too many issues for Inter in the near future neither do I so again if you want to get the full bevy of predictions that Match Edge puts out there and this isn't them guessing this is this is them using uh, analytics again they have 90 percent accuracy across all of the big European leagues so for eight pounds 50 per month you get access to all the big leagues in Europe. And again, if you if you bet on football, 
this is something that is absolutely worthwhile because you're going to win more bets with it. So again, if you want to get started with Match Edge, you can get started through our link at thecityashow.com. Again, that's thecityashow.com to learn more and get signed up today. So that is where we will leave it for this preview show. We will be back after the match day, after the weekend, to discuss everything that happened throughout the landscape of the city, uh, to break down the results, break down the performances, and all that good stuff. So until then, we will see you after the weekend, and enjoy the match day, everybody. Bye-bye.